Okay. We're recording. Oh, dear. Okay. Here we go. You're listening to the Fight for Together podcast. That was it. <laughs> There's our intro. Seven recorded that today. We should talk about where we're at, I think. I mean, on vacation. Mm-hmm. We are in Florida right now, mostly because when we were hiking the Appalachian Trail, all I could think about, well, there was like so many time periods where I was like, as soon as I get done with this, I want to sit with Cammy without kids, no offense to the kids, and just not walk and just relax. I thought about that for so long. Mm-hmm. So here we are, and it's actually kind of a funny thing because we had rented out our house while we were gone, and we didn't, like, turn that off. We kind of, like, there was a miscommunication, so it turns out that someone is going to be staying at our house this weekend. So we're like, well, there we go. We're going to Florida. See ya, kids. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, we're recording this in a hotel room. And it's kind of crazy because I had to like pack all this equipment and I don't know how this stuff works. Like I've never set it up before. We had like more equipment than clothes. Yeah, it's like two microphones, these ridiculous looking microphone stands, this giant red box. Guess how much that cost? $500? I think it was 300 bucks. Okay. I bought it used. Hmm. So this is our podcast, episode one. Welcome. We're glad you're here. Yeah. I think we should talk about uh, why another podcast. Hmm. We just started listening to podcasts. Everyone else is doing it. (laughs) 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 Not really sure. Well, I feel like um, there's a lot of stuff that is not, doesn't fit on video that we want to talk about. And it's such a weird thing doing a podcast because, or anything for that matter, like even the vlogs, because you have to believe like what you're saying is important. You're like, oh, everyone wants to listen to me. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of weird like publishing, I think in one sense, because it feels like it's just ego driven in a way. Mm-hmm. But then on the other side, I'm like, well, I have these things that people tell us like we're inspirational or they challenge them or they want to hear more. And I have all these thoughts and these experiences that I know have been really valuable to us. Yeah. And it feels like selfish to not share it. Yeah. And I know for me, like the video format, I don't know. It's something about video. It takes a lot of work to be real on the camera and I I don't think I have it figured out Mm -hmm. and for some reason talking to microphones seems like it's going to be more real especially if we don't edit it I think it's going to be more raw yeah I I really want this to be more conversational I think and we're not going to edit these for that very reason Mm -hmm. so yeah so this is our podcast and We've never done one before. Actually, I had a blackjack podcast. You did? Yeah. Huh. But I don't know even how to find it. Or <laughs> That would be weird to hear yourself. T- 
10 years later. Well, I didn't have anything to do with it. Like, um, my business partner would just bring a microphone and he'd tell us what we're talking about and he'd like push record and we'd just like talk. Mm. And I interviewed like famous blackjack players and stuff. And then I never even listened to one that I ever did. We just, that was it. Put them out there. Yeah. So for those of you who haven't seen our vlog or don't know what we're about, what what do you think this podcast is going to be about? Mm, our life uh just us talking about hopefully important things sometimes (laughs) i don't know sounds compelling (laughs) don't you want to (laughs) listen hey you've got my attention um oh i think we should tell them what you're wearing I'm wearing nothing. What are you wearing? <laughs> well, I'm not wearing anything either. <laughs> it's kind of fun. Can't do that on a vlog. <laughs> <laughs> I already like it. This podcast I think is, is way better. Oh, you know what? We have sound effects. So we can do a sound effect um, like this one. Ooh. Like if we make a funny joke or something. Now I, f- now I feel like Ethan on H3H3. Yeah. So there's all sorts of these things. Hmm. If it's like, I think a lot of times when you're just sitting there, like sometimes I feel like you just stare at me on the vlog and it's going to go like this. <laughs> okay. So we'll have to learn how to use those to optimize our storytelling. But today's episode, <clears throat> uh, we are going to be talking about our transition from trail life to home life because what happened. And please... You gotta like talk, talk here. Yeah, I'll try. Like, just chime in because, like, 10 seconds ago, you're talking, 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 and talking my ear off at the pool today. I'm just trying to sit there and well, I'm talking about and my book, do, do some things, and you're r- reading to me mm-hmm. like every minute. Oh, please, not every minute. Yes, <laughs> yes, every minute. And now, once we start recording, you're like, yes, uh huh, <laughs> nope, nothing to add. Reporting for duty. Here I am. <laughs> so we get home from the trail and it is just chaos. Mm-hmm. It was super disorienting to be home. Which actually it wasn't chaos physically because our house was probably the cleanest we'd ever seen it. Yeah, but it's like, what do you do now that you're home? <laughs> and we've been gone for six months from our house. And all of our stuff, like what would have been really nice is if all of our things were where we had left them so that Mm -hmm. we could just like pick up life as usual. But our stuff is all in these bins in our basement Mm -hmm. because we had rented our house out. So we made a lot of money, like between 10 and 15,000 bucks to do it. So it's totally worth it. But when we got home, our house, it was kind of like a cross between a hotel and our house. I did appreciate how clean it was, but then we had to find everything down in the basement, and we did an okay job labeling, but it was still kind of like, oh, yeah, where did I put that one thing? And I just felt this huge pressure that we were supposed to be, like, getting a bunch of stuff done because we had been off the trail for a month by that point. We'd been traveling, like, just driving around and staying with cousins and going to a camp 
So it felt like, okay, it's go time. Like you felt like you had to make up for lost time or something? I think so. Mm-hmm. I mean, we have a, another adventure coming up, and I feel like our time is limited. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like I'm supposed to be writing two books, and we had already talked about starting the podcast, and I have this like monster editing job to do, and I feel like I can't even find like the French press. <laughs> I need my coffee. And my, pil- my pillow was gone. Oh, no. No no coffee and no pillow. That's really sad. And then at least we had a pillow, though, because for <laughs> six months we didn't have a pillow. And then on top of that, we have six kids that are, like, tearing the house apart. And or just running around or just sitting there like, I don't know what to do. And we don't have a job and we don't have school because we homeschool. So then there's this this question of like, holy crap, there's nothing stable anymore. Yeah. Yeah, nothing to like grab onto, no structure in our lives that we had to kind of, we had to like remember like, oh, this is date night. Oh, wait, this is like. What's we... a date night? I know. I mean, like we hadn't taken one in six months. I know, but I remember it being on Wednesday nights, and I was like, oh, wait, it's Wednesday. <laughs> that's funny. So I think that's where our first plan that we knew that we had to do was to create a schedule. Yeah. Did we? Did we create? We just fought, fell back on our, our original schedule. Is that what you mean? Yeah, but we didn't do it 100%. Like, we no. haven't started running yet. We haven't started no, we haven't. <laughs> uh, lifting weights or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But we did pick out the, like, three things that we wanted to do, I think, starting with a business meeting. Mm-hmm. That's... Yeah. I found our old chore chart from the basement. And I was like, oh, I don't want to clean the kitchen. We need to, We need to have rotating cleaning the kitchen and making meals again. So I want to talk about like why a schedule is important to our family, um, mm-hmm. because you especially, I think, hate schedules. Not anymore. Not anymore. But your personality, like, you don't like committing. Even what I don't do, what like getting recently? locked down. Yeah, something recently we said we're gonna do that, and then instantly you're like, I don't want to be locked down to that. What was that? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I feel that way like five times a day. Okay, well, so that's that's what a schedule is, is getting locked down. It is, but I can change it. I, I'm in control of it and in a way. And, and I see how helpful it is for me and everyone. So I, I think that's that's the thing, is that because we have a lot of people involved, eight of us total. Mm-hmm. That when we were younger, we used to just fly by the seat of our pants. Oh, yeah. And we could, we did okay at that for a long time. Yeah. But the more people that have been added to the family. And the older they've gotten. And the older they've gotten, they have their own plans and and expectations are everything in a way. And we can't just say, okay, we're going to go run right now when Mm -hmm. someone just started an art project Mm -hmm. and someone else was planning on relaxing for the afternoon. So in a way, I think it's like budgeting, like you would financially budget, but it's you're budgeting your time and it's communicating ahead of time Mm -hmm. so that everyone's expectations are in the same place. That's what a schedule is for us. Yeah. 
Another thing a schedule is for us, and I think this is why this was so important to start right away with this when we got home, was it's the best way we know how to express our priorities. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like one of the most <laughs> life-changing statements I've ever heard from a guy named Earl Palmer in Seattle, he said, if it doesn't happen once a week, you don't care about it. Enough, at least, yeah. So stop saying things are important to you. And back then, the things that people were talking about were like reading your Bible or memorizing scripture. They were like more religious. But if you don't do it once a week, it doesn't actually matter to you. You don't care about it. And I noticed as an American, we had all these like bucket list activities um, or faraway goals. And I think one of the things we've got really good at is to say... um, how can we take those faraway goals or bucket lists and turn it into action items that we can do once a week? Cause it's just better. Mm-hmm. And I think we've tried to put some really fun and things that just help us to thrive in our structure or in our schedule. Because it's not, when I think of our schedule, I don't think, Oh, our schedule. I'm actually, I actually like, like it. I think that's kind of important you not to just dread it like I feel I feel pretty lucky that I don't dread my days so let's talk about our schedule that we created when we got back mm-hmm. starting I, th- I think the first thing was the business meeting maybe we already mentioned that but yeah this which we, we haven't we didn't do well we didn't do it the way we used to yeah but I, I know you and I have had two or three meetings where we've said yeah. We have to look a week or two ahead. Like impromptu, like, hey, let's let's sit down here. Yeah, and, and mm-hmm. make these decisions. Mm-hmm. And I feel like decisions got made. Mm-hmm. I don't remember what they are, but I remember I wrote them down, and then I kind of like crossed them off my list as you and I make decisions together. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that happened. Yeah. Um, and that's that's been a staple of ours for a long time. <clears throat> Yeah. And and by the way, like we call it a business meeting. It's just like getting shit done in the house with the family. Mm-hmm. It's not like we're crunching numbers or like forecasting data. Pl- I don't know what you think of when you think of business meeting, but it's like family business. Yeah. And sometimes it's like, uh, okay, this one kid is, well, one of the huge things that we had to talk about was what are we, what's going to happen when we're in Florida? Right. We came up with a schedule for the kids and goals. Yep. Um, and a schedule for who's taking care of the baby and people that they can go meet with. Yeah. He's not a baby anymore. <laughs> he's like two and a half. People <laughs> know. He's our baby. People know. No, I, I know mean. that. I just think it's funny that we still call him baby. Anyways. Okay. I feel like we've talked about the business meeting enough. Mm-hmm. Um, what else did we schedule? Um, oh, a kid's goal meeting. Yeah. Because it used to be in the good old days when my kids just like played or that one year we signed up to public school, I never had to thought about what, think about what they're doing. I could just do what I thought was important for me to do. Mm-hmm. But now I realize if we don't really intentionally steward their time 
and help them manage it and direct it and give them good goals. It's just like five people's time is being wasted while I'm accomplishing my one goal. So it's easier to just like put my head down and do it. Right. And I remember like calling you out like a couple times this week because I noticed like you're just doing dishes. Hey, I didn't do very much. I know, but I still see you sneaking over there and doing them. Yeah, I got to cope somehow. That's like some of us look at porn and some of us do dishes to like <laughs> or play video games. That's what Cammy does. To numb out. And I'm like, hey, Ooh, video games. It's chaos fun. around here and Cammy's just over there doing dishes. I'm like, <laughs> you should have a kid. You're so much better as a manager than a dishwasher. Yeah. And I agree with that and I try, but sometimes managing is hard work and you're just like, I just want to oh, do very, some dishes. It's very hard. Yeah. But we came up with a kids goal meeting where I met with who am I meeting with? Dove, Eden, and Seven, who are 17, 15, and 13. And we came up with about, let's just say, five to 10 hours per kid per week. Oh. Going for some cake, huh? Yep. Eating some cake here, folks. Looks like you're just eating frosting. It's yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> Buttercream frosting. That looks so gross. Mm. Well, you don't want to eat it. <laughs> Thank you. Um, okay. So, anyways, <laughs> uh, hang on. Do I have a thing I can use? A laughing one. Okay, I'll just do. You're gonna laugh at me? Yeah. <laughs> Rude. <laughs> Ooh, I can do a sugar alarm. First of all, it's just an alarm, <laughs> but okay. I, I, it's my sugar alarm. <laughs> um, oh, that's distracting. I put my headphones in. Where were we? Schedule. Goals. Oh, goals. Yeah. Okay. So the bottom line is, I feel like the kids are are being equipped to get value out of their week. Um, and it doesn't take much of my time. That's what's kind of weird. It really only takes like an hour of my time, but but it'd be so easy to not do. And if I don't do it, they sit around like with their thumbs up their butts, like fighting. <laughs> and then the second we sit down and we say, hey, let's come up with some goals here. And they're even, by the way, goals that they create and that they're excited about. Yeah. And we just say, we're going to facilitate them and encourage you and help you, but we're not going to do them for you. Then I noticed they have a much more productive week. So yeah. that was one of the things we did. Yeah, I think that was good. And <coughs> what's another thing? I don't know. We scheduled running for when we get back. Mm -hmm. Which, man, that's going to be crazy. Yeah. Um. Uh, we're still waking up at like nine, eight thirty or nine. <laughs> Our old schedule was to wake up at like, well, six. Yeah, that's stupid. I mean, even if we could wake up by like eight, that would be great. Yeah, we're we're pretty we're relaxed still. <laughs> but I feel like there's things in place. I feel like we're moving forward. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. But then this is like one of the things we're going to talk about. 
is mm-hmm. the Stranger Things battle. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. So we're like pretty relaxed. You want to tell your version first? I feel like I'm doing all the talking. But you mean like, about watching Stranger Things? Yeah. And then, yeah. Yeah. So we get back, and first of all, somehow all the kids have watched both or two the two seasons of Stranger Things. I don't know how that happened. Uh, I do, but I mean, they're with their cousins, and they're like, "We're gonna watch something," and we're like, "Okay, go watch something," and then they end up watching all of Stranger Things. Um. So we get back to our home and we start, we're like, I mean, I think we were just trying to cope. And we're like, let's just watch. Yeah, we had like things. nothing to do at night, none of our stuff. And I think it was just the days were hard because we're. Yeah. So we watched the first season, not all on the same night, but within like one week. Which is like, and so there's eight episodes. It's like four nights in a row. We're watching two hours. Yeah. And it was fun. I liked it. And the kids liked it. And Ben had a bad attitude the whole time. I mean, just because just you. What do you mean a bad attitude? Well, the whole I know. Time? Not like a bad attitude, but you were just like, like didn't want to be there, like on your phone. And <laughs> Wait a second. First of all, I think it might have been my idea. I'm not saying it's not. Uh, yeah, I think you're right. And second of all, if I didn't want to be there, I wouldn't have been there. Okay. All right. Fair enough. So I did want I mean, so, I wanted to be there. I just didn't want the show to be dumb. I know. Well, I know, but you're sitting there and I know you're like, this is such a dumb show. I mean, you're not saying it, but like after the, after the night, you're like, uh, why are we watching this again? And I'm like, I just kept on thinking, oh, maybe it's going to get better. Yeah. But you're totally entitled to having your own because there's so much hype around the show everyone i know has seen it and they all say they binge watch it which implies that it's like you know really good it it doesn't imply that there's so many other tv shows in the past 10 years that that's been the same exact formula but anyways i liked it but and i i actually think it was okay mm -hmm. that so I think you are giving me a bad rap because you say I don't like it, but I was just like, no, that was that was fine. Okay. That was like maybe was, I wanted you to be excited about no, it. No, not gonna happen. I want. By the way, I was I, disappointed. I wanted that too. I wanted to be excited about it, <laughs> just like I wanted to be excited about yeah. Incredibles too. So, the, so but Incredibles two also <laughs> sucked. So then we finish that first season, and Ben's like, I'm not watching the next one, and I'm like, what? Wait a minute. And I have some baggage here because there's been a lot of TV shows that we've started and, you know, maybe gone through one or two episodes or a full season even. And Ben's like, yeah, I'm done with this. I don't really like this as much as I thought I would. And I'm like hooked. Oh, you're, you're invested at to that the point. End. And I'm like, you're what? like, I've seen an episode. I'm going to watch all seven seasons. And so a lot of times I'll. I'll just be like, okay, and I don't really want to watch it by myself, so I just let it go, and now I don't even know what happened in Westworld, or what are the other ones that we've, like, dropped that I'm, like... Smallville, you watched, like, eight years of that, and I was like, isn't this bad? And you're like, yeah, but I watch it. That was, like, 12 years ago, but anyways. um, Remember when we watched (laughs) the OC? Yeah. (laughs) 
That was that was a guilty pleasure. Um, I wasn't guilty at the time. It was all pleasure. <laughs> Hang on, I can do that. We gotta get good at this. <laughs> oh man. So so same thing where Ben's like, I'm done this, and I'm like, wait a second here. Like I really wanted to watch this as a family, and then he does his whole like math thing in his head about hours of time and is it worth it and i which i do appreciate a lot of times but i didn't really want to hear about that in this moment i was like let's just watch it like we already watched the first season like okay so when you say let's just watch it you're signing your family up for eight hours i know i know well they haven't heard it <laughs> okay and and it's one thing, like back in the good old days, you used to be able to say like, hey, you want to go see a movie? And we're mm-hmm. like, yeah, let's go. And it'll be romantic. We'll hold hands. And if it's like shitty, you're like, okay, I just wasted two hours. Like, yeah. big deal. And sometimes you'd be kind of pissed off because you're like, I can't get those two hours back, but it's two hours. Mm-hmm. When you get tied into a shitty TV show. Hey, you already said it was okay. okay. Sorry, I take it back. I was being dramatic. My experience was shitty, <laughs> but it was just like it was an okay show. Mm-hmm. It didn't blow my mind. It didn't teach me anything. It hardly entertained me. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it like entertained me if I like really, really like trying to zone out. Mm-hmm. See, that's not hard for me. <laughs> so I can just zone out and be like, "This is entertaining." That must be hard to be you. Well, yeah, because I'm just like thinking of all the better things I could be doing. Yeah, which late at night is is more limited but but if you just think about it this way i mean there's eight of us and maybe six of us could be doing something more productive six times eight that's 48 hours that's two people days that are being dedicated to the show which by the way people i am fine with watching shows I just, <laughs> I think they should, if we're going to dedicate 48 hours to it, it should be like kick ass. It should like change our life or be awesome or, or make us better or. Like give them an example of that for you. Of shows that make me better. Mm-hmm. I can't like really think of any. That's why I don't watch. <laughs> I mean. What... They're not designed for that. No. And this is, this is where TV shows are all jacked up. Mm-hmm. is like something about the formula like back in the 80s video games switched to like the arcade games were all about not about skill but like on Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles or X-Men like you put a quarter in and you're going to last like three minutes mm-hmm. if you're really really good you might last three minutes and 30 seconds <laughs> you know it wasn't like like Donkey Kong you could play that one quarter and the good players could play for like 10 hours mm. and bad players would play for like one minute or two minutes they'd be dead but like then they switched it to just be like you know what we don't care we don't the worst thing that can happen is someone playing the video game machine for 10 hours we just want as many quarters as possible so we'll just mm. give it like it's just like a steady drip you just drop drop quarters in yeah and it's the same thing like when you when you make a movie you have to make it awesome and tell the best damn story in two hours period mm-hmm. when you make a tv show you don't really because it's about advertising revenue it's all about getting people hooked and keeping people on their screens as long as possible so that they can watch as many advertisements. 
that's what the medium is based on. Yeah. So like TV shows, you know, how good of a story can you get in 30 or 40 minutes um, when it's like not even your goal? You have to fit advertising in there. And and these shows are, are like, if you just think about it as a story, the story should be done in one season or three seasons or two seasons. But they'll drag it on for eight seasons. Anyway, okay. Yeah. We, so it's it is, not. It is a bro. Yeah, it is a weird formula. I so, agree with you on that. So it's built to get you hooked. It's not <laughs> built to actually change your life. Yeah. Or to tell a good story. So then people, what do they do? They get hooked. Right. So I just get frustrated because I'm hooked, and I just want, and I think I can, I appreciate or want to zone out maybe more than you. I'm not really sure if that's true, but it might be. Um, so then, so what? So I don't even know. We haven't even come up with our compromise, or I think I kind of convinced Ben. I mean, we did come up with a kind of a compromise because on Friday nights we always watch a movie as a family, and so Ben was like, "Well, I'd be willing to watch it on Friday night if you want to watch it on Friday night," and I said, "Yeah, maybe I do." So that might because I'm be not a- against it. I'm not going to say it. I, I really don't want to say it's bad or that people that watch yeah, it are bad or dumb or anything like that. Right. I just want to ask as a family the question, is that the best way we can invest in our lives? Yeah. Um, and, and, and when we're making that decision, we have to decide, believe up front or really know up front that we're making an eight-hour decision. Mm-hmm. So we're just like, yeah, when you watch the first episode, if you're the type of person that can't turn it off or as a family – Mm-hmm. We're not going to turn it off. You push play, you're you're like going you're down up. an eight hour road, yeah. and it's really not only eight hours because they're going to come season four, five, six, seven. Yeah. So you're actually signing up for like a seventy two hour thing, with not even thinking about it. You're just pushing a button. Yeah. If you got hooked on The Simpsons, man, you're screwed. <laughs> Simpsons was like, well, yeah. Those or do are, you like The those, Simpsons? No, I I did like The Simpsons, but Stranger Things is different. Where they're trying to make it like. You know, at the end of every episode, you have to like t- start the next oh. one right away because you want to like know what's going yeah. on or whatever that bullshit is. Yeah, yeah, it's like a cliffhanger. Cliffhanger, yeah. yeah. So we're we're really just trying to figure that out, um, and we've done a lot of things in the evening, and th- this is kind of, I guess, like one of the themes of our life. Oh crap, we have to move to Q and A. Yeah, we're oh, at thirty this- minutes. Wow. But one of the things we realize is that if we don't proactively agree together what we're going to do with our evening, then it'll probably get filled up with whatever is the easiest thing, which the more people we have, the more chaotic that is. So basically, it means we're all on our phones right? looking at Instagram, which yeah. is fine, but it's not something we're going to be proud of or that's going to really invest or change us over the course of and Five I do years. appreciate that you ask those questions. I just sometimes in the moment, I'm like, oh. Well, and I've really learned to appreciate, you know, you call it zoning out, but whatever that relaxation is, I mean, I'm, I have like an intensity and a speed to me that a lot of times I can't even keep up with, you can't keep up with, and I'm sure our kids can't. <laughs> so I used to not, I used to be kind of tone deaf to that, and I would burn out both mm-hmm. for myself and I think members of our family that burn out if, if I'm like leading the thing without, you know, us making this decision together. Yeah. So I feel like you represent something that's really valuable, which is like, Hey, yeah, let's zone out. Let's entertain ourselves. Let's zone out together and watch something cool. Mm-hmm. 
not everything needs to be super intense or learning or serious or whatever. Yeah. Um, so I think somewhere in there we'll, we'll find a schedule that has some zoning out and has some intentionality. Mm-hmm. I feel good about that. All right. Okay. So this is the time where we go to the phone calls to hear you guys's messages and questions that you guys have asked. I have a sound effect. <laughs> no, crap. That was the news one. I was going to say. And we don't even have news. Dang it. Really Hang fit. on. Uh, is it this? <laughs> no. No. No, no, no. Comedy drum. No. <laughs> this. No. Dang it. Oh, this is it. No, I already did that one. <laughs> Awkward. Uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, Radios? What's that? Let's find out. It's time for your phone calls. What are you looking for? I don't know. I had like one that sound, it sounded kind of like a phone. Mm. Okay. Um, this is the last one. I'm going to try it. Yeah, that's it. There you go. Okay. Synth zingers. Here it is. What's it called? Hi, this is the lunatic, a three-time Apple. And I have a question. I'd like to know how on your... Why did that skip like that? Hang on. I don't know. Hi, this is the lunatic, a three-time Apple. And I have a question. I'd like to know how on your hike you dealt with differences in opinions of what to do in camp or in towns or in hiking distances and things like that with a group your size. Uh, thanks so much. I appreciate it. Hmm. All right. So I think what got cut out was that he's hiked the Appalachian Trail three times. Mm -hmm. Wow. I mad respect <laughs> for that. Jeez. So how do we deal with disagreements? Um, Like if a kid was like, hey, I don't want to do this. I don't know. Some, I think sometimes we're just like, you got to suck it up. Like you got to, just because of the nature of what we we're doing, uh, we didn't always have time to just sit and hash it out. But I think we also just, we had those, I don't know, we, we provided spaces to talk through stuff. Like if a kid needed individual talking, we'd talk through with them. Um, I think a lot of it helped. What helped was to to let them in on why we are doing something. Like, let them kind of just—they're not in the dark. Yeah, I'm trying to think of what the disagreements would even be. I mean, the most common thing, I guess, is different mileage people want to do. Mm -hmm. Or getting up in the morning. Hey, we 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 need to get up at this time, and some of our kids had a harder time with that. Or doing their jobs that you know everyone had their jobs they didn't want to do it. But do you think that's like agreeing or just not wanting to do their job? I I feel like on the big picture stuff, we agreed. I mean, you and I had like leadership. It wasn't a democracy. 
there was on the big decisions there was times where we had meetings and we brought everyone in on it and made consensus on decisions yeah but quite often cammy and i would look at the schedule and we would kind of present it to the kids and say hey we need to do 45 miles in the next three days yeah and that means we have to do 17 miles today to make it here mm-hmm. and we'd say okay let's do this mm-hmm. and it was just what we did yep so i can't the kids have disagreements like all the time with each other mm-hmm. but i feel like you and i and maybe you already said this but we're functioning as a team you and i are and i think we try and keep our ears to the ground and pit we're highly sensitive to what the kids are feeling and what they need yeah yeah, yeah. I, I hope that answers that question <laughs> You have goal meetings with your kids. How do you come up with goals? Is it a shared vision, or is it something that you and you, um, Ben and Cami, have talked about previously? Um, does it stem from part of their schoolwork? I'm just quest- curious about the goals in general. Yeah. Great question. Mm-hmm. So I've been doing more of the gold meetings with the kids lately yeah that's been more your thing and it's a combination it's it's all really different um there's not a formula to it the older they get the more the goal meetings have revolved around facilitating them with their own goals yeah when they were younger like even when we started this particular meeting we had to like hand them goals and say, okay, this is what you, we want you to do this week is, you know, watch these four videos and write down three things you learned. Mm-hmm. But now with Dove, I'm trying to think of what her goals are. I mean, she wants to do photography. So I, I helped her. I said, hey, I think if you want to learn photography, learning how to do Photoshop is going to be really important. So I'm going to buy you Photoshop and and I'm going to get this, uh, I forget what it was called, some online training software um, or membership, and I'll pay for it if you watch it for an hour a day. Mm -hmm. But So I'm giving her suggestions, but she's writing down that goal, and she's choosing it for herself. Yeah. But, But on the flip side, you know, Seven, who's younger and probably a little bit more specific in his skill set, I said, hey, uh, I want you to f- record a new vlog intro as one of your goals, and I want you to um, record a podcast intro mm-hmm. uh, as one of your goals. So I just gave them to him. You know, I didn't <clears throat> give him a whole lot of leeway in trying to figure that out. And I found that the younger they are, <coughs> it takes them a lot more energy to come up with goals. Um, yeah. <clears throat> but yeah. Well, I don't know if that's entirely true, but. Yeah, I don't know either. But all I know is the older the older they've gotten, yeah, I feel this tension like oh we need to like let them choose, or it just even is good for them to choose at that point. But Eden, uh, and this is the last one I'll say she she wants to be a midwife now, 
And she knows that. But I had to help her with goals as to like, what can you do this week about that? Mm-hmm. So one of her goals, you know, and I suggested this, but once again, she's the one that wrote it down and, and accepted it was contact two midwives and ask them questions to see if this is actually something you really want to do. Yeah. So, okay. Hi, Crawfords. My name is Rachel. I'm a fellow Cincinnatian. Uh, I have two questions for you all. One, do you guys have any big hiking plans for the future? Uh, What ideas have you and the kids been stirring up since your through hike? And two, I recently found out that I am pregnant and Cammie, I loved watching your birth story with Rainier. Um, Can you talk a little bit more about what your births previous to Rainier were like? Were some at home? Were some in a hospital? And then maybe the the pros and cons of either setting. Thanks so much. You guys are awesome. Can't wait to hear the podcast. <clears throat> future plans. About the first one. We do have future hiking plans. Are we ready to talk about that? I don't. Know. I don't think we are. Okay. Yeah. Let's we have future hiking plans. We're not ready to talk about it. Um, birth. So yeah, birth. Um, all of my kids have been born outside of hospital. The first three were born at a birth center in Seattle with a midwife, and the last three were born at home. So I I definitely will say I'm more pro-home birth, but I, I do see that there's you know, times where it's important for women to be in the hospital or if that's just the most comfortable place for them to be, I think it's really important for you to be comfortable while giving birth. So wherever that place can be, I I just, I really prefer home birth for so many reasons, but I'll just say one of them, um, we can create our own environment uh, to uh, welcome our baby into the world. And that's really important to us. I think hospitals are dangerous. You go ahead and talk about that. <laughs> okay. But I think you think they're dangerous. No, too. I do. I I think it's I don't I think hospitals are businesses. Um they're not there just to help you. Um I know they save lives and I'm glad they're there for that reason, but if you don't stand up for yourself and for what, if you don't know what you want and have an advocate, uh, bad things might happen. <laughs> things that you don't want to happen might happen. I've heard lots of stories like that. At one point in my life, 80% of my business partners were not able to have kids anymore because they birthed in hospitals. Yeah, because of cesareans. Yeah. And that's that's a crazy statistic. But It is, Yeah. I mean, not to scare you or people about hospitals, because I'm not anti-hospital. I, I, I just think with birth in particular, mm-hmm. um, in the Midwest, yeah, hospitals are really good for crazy emergency medical intervention. Right. But if you take just a normal birth, bring it in there. 98% of births being... don't need yeah. emergency medical intervention. Right. But if you go to a hospital, somehow they find a way <laughs> to make where it. 95% of them get equivalent of med- emergency medical yeah. intervention. Yep. 
and that introduces a lot of complications. Yeah. So I think there's like that's our experience and like kind of our oversight, uh, bird's eye view of the whole thing. And I'm a little biased, and I probably exaggerate a little. I'm making up those statistics, but that's how it feels to me. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there's like better statistics out there. Um, Midwest might be one of the worst places. But I just remember watching. Remember that um, the business of being born. Yeah. Where Ricky Lake was like naked in the bathtub, <laughs> screaming at the end. <laughs> That's what I remember. Um, but they were like talking about. I just remember this one statistic where they're like, however many percentage of births is like Friday at like five p.m. The cesarean section like quadruples. Which, by the way, I was a cesarean baby, and I was born at 2 p.m., which I think is, like, the normal, okay, cut the baby out, and I'm going to go do, do some golf, like, play some golf. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this is an emergency. I know. Okay. That was our first podcast. <coughs> yeah. I don't know how... Oh, we need to have sponsors and ways to make money, but here's the thing. I don't really want money at all from this podcast like because i don't think it's very good what's very good the podcast oh we don't even know what we're doing like yeah i haven't even figured out these sound effects yet i mean no money that sounds like stranger (laughs) things and actually like don't subscribe either and don't tell people about us uh or any of that kind of stuff or don't rate us until we figure out because i was listening to podcasts and they all say Oh, you could really help us by subscribing and rating us. But I feel like we might spend a long time. Like this is a lot of this is just for us. And if people, if it helps people, I'm totally down with that. That's great. In fact, you can do whatever you want, but don't feel pressured either way. <laughs> okay. um, and this, if you want to subscribe, you can. <laughs> and we need a sponsor. So, um, this we need to talk about that because that every every legitimate podcast like takes a break to do advertising. This podcast is sponsored by the Fight for Together vlog, the top vlog in the world for family talk about sex, hiking, and finances. That's our niche. (laughs) (laughs) And not each of those things individually, but all those things combined. Uh It's the best in that class. Okay. Okay, that's our sponsorship piece. Um, if you guys want to leave a Q and a <coughs> comment question thingy, it's gotta be a question, I guess, then you can get the anchor app on your iPhone and then you just type in fight for together. And then it has this like little button where you just push it. And that's really cool because it makes us feel like it's interactive, um, and helps give us things to talk about. We're going to try and keep these 40 minutes in the future. This one's 46 minutes. It's a little frustrating. It's okay. We're working out kinks. Yeah. And you um, don't have to subscribe. <laughs> yeah. But in the future, we're going to try and keep it in that range. Because there's these ones that are like two and three hours. And it, it it's like really good. But no it's one. It's too long. You have to like drive across America to listen to it. Yeah. And I don't. I think it's dangerous being in cars. Yeah. We don't want to. Encourage that. Encourage that. Safety second here at Pfeiffer together. Um, okay, I don't know how to sign off, but I feel like well, we have this um, this final song that we can play. 
that seven recorded today. Are we ready to do that? Well, yes. Once voice. once we do that, it's over. Um. Yeah. Let me say goodbye. Goodbye. Thank you for listening to Fight for Together. We'll see you next time.